While I was in high school, on the weekends, us guys, and we'd go running around town, and it's just a little old small town in uh, southeast Oklahoma. Wasn't really much to do on the weekend nights except just drag Main Street and uh, show your pickup truck off or, uh, you know, one thing or the other. Come Saturday morning, many times, Dad would like to get me out of bed, I think just because he knew I'd, you know, stayed out too late the night before. And this particular Saturday was no exception. He said, hey, get up. Come on out here. I need to show you something. And I reluctantly got out of bed and went out there. And he said, you know where all this mud came from on the bumper of this car? Now, this old car was an old green Plymouth Valiant. And I mean, this thing was junk with a capital J. <laughs> but how many of you know that it's better than walking? I said, I don't know where that mud came from. I said, you know, I went riding around with a buddy last night. And when I come back to the Red Bud parking lot, I said, there this thing was, all this mud all over. I said, I don't know. But, you know, about that time in my mind, I thought, well... <laughs> I better shut this thing down because uh, I'm pretty much thinking the old man's not believing me anyway, but from here on out, I'm going to start getting in left field, so I better just stop. And he never said nothing. He just kind of shook his head. And, you know, we never really did say much about stuff. Uh, you know, what I did the night before, uh, I don't know why. He, he, uh, he wasn't afraid of confrontation by no means. I guess that was just his way of, uh, of saying, hey, listen, I, I know you were uh, probably doing some things you weren't supposed to be doing, some things I told you not to, and this morning I'm calling you out on it. Well, you know, let's back up. The night before, I had a buddy of mine. We was driving the back roads, you know, and uh, like I said, we still lived in a, in a rural town, and you didn't have to go very far to get out of, get out of the city limits. and. My buddy said, hey, let's go coon hunting. Well, you know, it's cold outside, and we don't have our guns with us or anything like that. We just, he just come up with a harebrained idea, and, and I agreed, and let's go get my brother-in-law's hound dogs. I said, okay. So we did. Load them up in the back of this Plymouth. Well, the brakes on this thing had been shot for quite some time. Now, if you was driving in town or driving slow, you know, you'd have enough brake pedal to, 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 to stop at the stoplight, but you got you found yourself in a crisis now, and, and you were you were messed up. So what I did is I re, it had a three-speed on the column. I'd always rely on trying to shift that thing up into second gear uh, to slow it down when I had to. And the thing was, the bushings on that shifter uh, under the hood on the steering column there are rubber bushings in there that keeps all those mechanics separated and running in the right direction. Well, they were shot. We were going to turn off this road. Now, I had thrown that thing up into second gear, and uh, I'd already committed. I, I was spinning the steering wheel about the time I was letting the clutch out, only to discover that that thing was not in gear at all. Well, we're running too fast. <laughs> turn off this highway on a dirt road. Well... Right then, we just run off in the ditch head first, you know. Bumper just digging mud all the way. Well, you know, the hounds, they come flying up to the front seat. 
And we had some beverages in the car. My old buddy, I guess all he could think to say was, hey, I didn't spill none. Well, these hounds are in the front seat just going crazy, so we get them uh, gathered up and put back, and we get out and survey the situation, and there wasn't no pushing it out. County done come through there and, you know, clean that ditch out, and, and it was pretty deep. And, uh, it's just the front of the car is stuck down in there. And about this time, old boy come through there in a Dodge Charger, 69 Dodge Charger, and I'm telling you, this was a nice ride. And uh, he pulls in there and he says, you boys need any help? And I said, yeah. I said, I got a chain if you know, you'll hook up to this thing and uh, pull me out. You know, we'll be on our way. He backed up there, you know, the thing just a rumbling. You know, you could tell that thing, that old car didn't mess around. And just about time he got ready to pull out, he said, no. He said, listen, he said, I don't want to pull your car. I'm afraid it's going to mess my car up. Now, me and my buddy, now, we weren't going to we weren't going to draw a hard line with this old boy or nothing, but I said, hey, look, man, we're stranded, and it's cold out here. I said, you're already hooked up. Get in there and gas that thing and, and just jerk us out of the ditch. It won't take much. And he did, spinning gravel, you know, everywhere. That was okay. Jerked that little old car right out of the ditch and, Away he went. Never seen, never seen the guy before, and never seen him since. And the thing is, generally you knew everybody in the town there, but this guy just disappeared as quickly as he had come on the scene. You would think, as cold as it was, that we'd have turned around, dropped them hounds back off, and at least just went back to town. But no, no. We started heading down that dirt road, let them hounds out. I guess we're just going to let them run. We could hear them bark. Well, it didn't take long. We didn't hear them barking anymore. They were gone. Oh, David, you know, he, I guess he had a special way of calling them dogs. They were blue tick hounds. Never never got a response out of them. And so he's, hey, Dave, we got to go, you know. I got to get home. And luckily... We weren't very far, uh, actually, from uh, from his brother-in-law's house. So we just left, and, you know, a day or two later or so when I seen David, come to find out them dogs had just found their way back home. And uh, it just seems that, you know, uh, those lessons like that are pretty hard, pretty hard learned, but it seems like it just takes forever to learn those things. And... Uh, but old Dave, we'd always go running around and, and and on the weekends and stuff, and and most of the time, you know, we'd take his uh, one of his vehicles, and for some reason, you know, gas was only about fifty cents a gallon back then, but but we might not have only made a couple bucks a, a, an hour, you know, so uh, uh, gas wasn't really as cheap as it would you would it sounds like it is, but. We'd hop in David's car and, and go driving around the back roads, and just about more often than not, he'd run out of gas. But he never would say it was like, oh, well, he said the distributor's jump time or, or you know, this thing overheated. or You know, it didn't take me till man, I was an adult to realize. <laughs> David, all he did, he just ran that darned old vehicle out of gas every time. And 
for the life of me, I can't, I, I just can't figure out why he never did ask for a buck or two of gas. You know, you put three or four dollars in the tank back then at 50 cents a gallon, you could cruise all night, you know. And uh, so, so many times, uh, several times, we'd have to walk home. And, uh, we, you know, we might be a long ways from home. It's not like there's any traffic out there on the back roads. And, uh, uh, you know, just good times, though, to look back on. And uh, old Dave, he was uh, he's an Indian boy. And we were best friends. And he was a uh, full-blooded Cherokee. And uh, he always... He always acted like he had uh, special Indian powers, you know. And I thought it was kind of comical, but he'd always talk about spooky things and, and one thing or another. And he, he, you know, he was always on this whippoorwill, uh, uh, kind of a night bird, I guess. And boy, when those things come around, especially if they come in your yard, uh, you know, that's bad luck. And he said, you know, if, if you whistle a certain way at him, he said, uh, if they stop whistling back at you, that means they're really they're there for a purpose. They're 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 it's messed up deal. I think if you probably whistled back at any old bird, they'd stop uh, chirping for a minute. And well, he'd just go to town on stuff like that, you know. And uh, we'd go camping and this and that. And uh, you know, before before it was over with, I'm thinking, my gosh, uh, you know what? This guy's going to have something coming out of the woodwork here pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, old Dave, he, he was something else and, and uh, lost track of him over the years. But uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, uh, he always, he liked hot rods and he, he liked the, 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 uh, the, the Dodges and the, you know, Dodge Charger and uh, the Super B. And, you know, he had stuff like that. They, they sounded good and they was kind of fast, but at the end of the day, they were just junk, you know, but high school boys or at least I was he uh, well we was uh, we were cooking with Crisco you know we driving them things around at, uh, up and down Main Street and <laughs> one of the things we do I'm not even joking well hey listen I, uh, we appreciate uh, your support of the channel and we're going to be back and we just want to give you all a little taste of what's to come and uh, just coming of age in a small town, Oklahoma. Hope you guys can find some enjoyment and, and walk down memory lane with me uh, and have some fun with this.